Welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rub. Today is Wednesday, January 19th, and this is episode 141. And today's episode, a real treat as always. Going to be talking some music, specifically rock and roll. We're going to be doing a Mount Rushmore of rock and roll icons, guitarists, people. A Mount Rushmore of rock and roll greats is essentially what we're doing. And I'm going to be doing this with my good friend, Mitchell Rincon. Mitch, how you doing? Pretty good, Brian. How's it going? It's going great. I have the PS5 and I can't stop playing it. I've been playing Spider-Man all day. It's fucking yeah, I'm great. Su- I'm surprised you made the time to do this. Cause I, I am too. I, have, I am. But we're here to talk about music. So um, let's talk about this concept before we get into it. Mount Rushmore, Mitch. Um, I'm not saying this is... I think both of our lists are obviously going to be personalized. So it's like, it's not a Mount Rushmore of rock and roll for everyone. It's definitely more personalized. So it's, there might be some picks on my list where it's like, well, you're leaving this person off and you chose that. It's like, well, I'm not doing it for everything. I'm doing a personalized list. Does that well, make sense, I'm, Mitch? Uh, yeah, but I'm doing it for everybody because it'll be 100% perfect. And if well, you same. Agree, you can go, uh, I don't know. That's a good point, actually. This is perfect, my list. Um, We're going to go draft style, Mitch. We'll each get four, um, and then we'll go through the honorable mentions after, and we'll see where this conversation takes us. All right, uh, Mitch, you're the guest, so you're going to go first. Who's the first selection in your music Mount Rushmore draft? Uh, I really want to take your pick and piss you off. I know. We do this every time, so it's... (laughs) Um, hmm. I'm going to go Jimmy Page. Ah, that was one of my picks. Great, great, great selection. Um, the man himself, Led Zeppelin, uh, creative genius, best guitarist of all time. We've mm-hmm. him plenty, but... In my time of dying off uh, physical graffiti, there's just, like, eight riffs in that song that could be their own song. Yeah, he he's the king of riffs. He has sure. so many like yeah. he'll do like I'm forgetting what specific song this is, Mitch, but he plays a riff in the last like five seconds of it. You only hear it once, and you're like, wow, he just threw that in there. But that could be a full on song. So yeah, Jimmy Page, he, he's the greatest guitarist of all time, and I really wouldn't, I don't think it's a debate. Yeah, I mean, I've I know I've showed you and showed my family during our music appreciation nights, but uh. Mm-hmm. uh there's a video of him playing White Summer. That's mm. just, just a masterpiece. Probably my favorite exhibition of of guitar, other than uh, uh, Prince playing while my guitar gently weeps solo with Tom Oh, Pettis. that is that is unbelievable. He's so violently, ferociously a star in that. If that makes sense, so much like fuck you in that performance. Yeah, I showed uh, my lady that. And uh, also the Chappelle, um, the uh, Charlie yeah. Charlie Murphy stories of, of playing uh-huh. uh, Prince in basketball. One of the funniest videos ever. But, yeah, recently I found this song, She Moved Through the Fair by Davy Graham. Mm-hmm. It's White Summer, like, mm. before it came out. Okay. And it's Is just Jimmy- like, this, like acoustic version that just absolutely rips. Is Jimmy Page the most influential guitarist of all time? Um, no. Who? Uh, Robert Johnson, probably. Or Muddy Waters. Or Chuck, Chuck Berry? Maybe. I think yeah, with I mean, in, influence, it's like I, it's you. You can always go to like you. Sh- you we can always go like okay, they were first, but I think there's like levels to it. Where, yes, Jimmy Page was inspired by those guys. So if you track it down to the root, that is true. But you know who probably was massively influenced by Jimmy Page more so than those other guys? It was like dudes like Eddie Van Halen or 80s, late 70s guitarists because they grew up on Page Clapton. No, I'm just saying there's levels of influence. And I think you can apply this to sports as well. It's like just because this happened technically first – there's evolutions of it. You, you pick what I'm throwing down? Are you picking up what I am throwing down? Yeah, if you use you know proper English, I'd get it. But 
Yeah, sure. It's I a follow. podcast. You'd think I you'd think I know how to do that. Um, okay. I will follow up yeah, my first pick. Mick Jagger will be the first pick in my Mount Rushmore wearing my Rolling Stones hat right here. Um he's the best front man shocker. in the history of rock and roll, in the best band in the history of rock and roll. He has the best stage presence of any performer ever. And mm, I I don't know. Okay, well, this is an opinion. Um, <laughs> and I think he is... He stole his moves from it, Little Richard, so whatever. Yeah, but I mean... He's fucking Mick Jagger. He's Mick, he's Mick Jagger, <laughs> man. Come on. Um, I think he's also... like It's hard to say the Stones are underrated, so... It, 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 not in that way, but him I as a songwriter... rated. <laughs> yeah. Him as a songwriter, I... Like, there's often... I'm going to take a shot at the Beatles right now. Um, there's often like talks of like Lennon and McCartney, like they're on a different level of songwriters than a lot of others, including like a Jagger Richards. And I completely disagree with that. I think Jagger is much more relatable lyric wise than the Beatles. And I think he's just in a way like the Rolling Stone songs, they're really like, they're kind of deep. And sometimes you can't even understand him when he's screaming it, but you look at it, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like at the end of Let It Loose, there's just some lines that you, can, you can't really tell what he's saying, and you look it up, and you're like, oh, my God. That's deep, bro. Mick, the king. Poet, huh? He also can play guitar, and people need to remember yeah, he that. Looks, he looks hilarious when he does it. Yeah, but I mean, he wrote Brown Sugar, the riff. Sure. He wrote It's Only Rock and Roll. Like, so he can do it, um, but I will agree, it is jarring. Sometimes. You can't see his pelvic thrusts with a guitar in front of it. I don't care. I don't want to see a strat. <laughs> I want to see his bulge moving. That, that is a good point. With the he's wearing like how many how many tube socks do you think are stuffed into that? Like three dude, or four zero. in his prime. That's, come on, dude. That's all. That's all, Mick. That's, that's all, na- Mick. All natural. Guy's got a hanger. Dude, he's pumping out kids at like seventy. I know it's absurd. I think he has a. In total, kids and grandkids, like 16 now. It's hilarious. It's awesome. It's wild. It's wild. Um, all right, Mitch, go ahead and hit me with your second pick here. Uh, my second pick is the man who invented electricity, Muddy Waters, the guy that Rolling Stones got their name from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delta Blues, Chicago guy, just absolutely whales. Um I got this compilation of all of these like early, early recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's on Spotify too. But um, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Going way back. Mm. Uh, mm. It's just like all these super early versions, um, and it's just the best muddy. It's like you know. Yeah, and damn, he's got style. Good lord. Dude, I've been, the, I've been batting around the idea. Like, I see him Prince, you know, I just got to start wearing a three-piece suit. I no, think I just no. have to. With, like, a I, hat. I, 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 just every day, like a red three-piece suit. Maybe brown. Uh, I would stay away from red. <laughs> um, Come on. Muddy Waters, though. Jesus, folks. He has a, the, the, the album in 1964 called The Folk Singer. There's um, some photos of him on the front. He's a badass-looking mm. motherfucker. And you got this fat dude with the stand-up bass behind him on it. This, the stand-up bass, very underrated. Did uh, those instruments? Does, I, might, I might be wrong. Violent Femmes, that stand-up bass or no? I don't know, dude. Probably. They're wackos enough. Yeah, I mean... I don't know though, because the bass, the bass player in Violent Femmes is fucking crazy. Like some of the on like added up. Um, we're getting off topic. Muddy Waters, one of the goats. I mean, truly one of the most. If we're talking about biggest influences in the history of rock and roll, and we go to the the root of it, it is he's one of the one of the main ones. So I respect that pitch, Mitch. Pick Mitch. Um, here I go. Yeah, forcing fastball right down the middle for you. Here I go. This is um probably not surprising, but I'm taking the king. He has my favorite voice of all time. Um, I think he's probably the coolest dude ever. It's Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I, it, I mean, if you can go out on the John, that's a pretty cool dude. 
and still and everyone just still thinks you're badass and i do hear um in the youtube comments sections some critique of older fat elvis dude he's putting out fucking bangers everybody needs to calm down i will say that the (laughs) performance i think it's in 1967 um of if i can dream and i think it's like the elvis return or something something like that is unfucking real. This dude just has the state. Like, I'm talking about Mick's stage presence, and it's much different because Mick is a part of a band. Elvis, he's just up there by himself, and holy shit, I am um, just wiggling. Yeah, and he's just so goddamn cool. Got a fo- photo of Elvis right above my computer right there. So, uh, dude, what Elvis, are you doing? Huh? What are you doing? Going deep into the YouTube comments of Fat Elvis. Well, I got um, I sub- I started getting emails from this website called Quora because uh, I saw something that basically it was these people shitting on the stones and talking about how great the Beatles were. <laughs> so I created an account to tell them to basically go fuck themselves and how wrong they were. And so now I get emails of like arguments that are happening on that site all the time. So I'm just like fully Dude, in at this point. Way too into it. I am deep into it, and um, it's pretty funny though. It's fun. It's fun, and the thing is, it's like uh, most of my. Uh, we'll get to. We'll get to. I, that's a teaser about the Beatles that we'll get to later in this draft. Um, yeah. Uh, so my first two picks: Mick Jagger, Elvis. You go, uh, Jimmy Page, and Muddy Waters. Yeah. And for the I'm record, just... Jimmy Page was going to be picked by me on my second pick. So good yeah, pick. Well, watch out. Yeah, watch out. Well, dude, uh, just Elvis again. I've been listening to the 53 to 55 recordings with mm-hmm. Milady. And, uh, Milady. She's one of the best. Like, I mean, it's a triple, what is, yeah, just triple album of just all these early of recordings. Just heat. Of absolute heat. It's when your heartache begins tomorrow night. Absolutely. It's unreal. And you just hear, like, just lo fi, mm-hmm. just Has, wacky Elvis. Ha- has anyone ever pulled off a Hawaiian shirt better than Elvis? Um, yeah, dude. Mr. Cheeseburger in Paradise. What's that? Oh, oh. Uh, what's his name? Tommy. Oh, fuck. What is his name? Oh, my God. Margaritaville. Is it that yeah. dude? The Buffett, dude. Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Good God, I was gonna, Jimmy Buffett. No, Elvis is better looking than Jimmy Buffett, but that's a good I don't know, pull. dude. My next pick, I'll be taking Jimmy Buffett. Fuck uh, no. No, you're not taking Jimmy <laughs> Buffett. I'll follow that pick with Axl Rose. Dude. This- <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh, what is God. what is my Look next pick? Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is it? I feel like Jimmy Buffett... Is used in like Viagra commercials, and if he's not, oh, absolutely, I mean, that could really help them if they just start pumping him out in there. Jimmy Buffett strikes me as the next Viagra commercial. You know how those p- people are like sitting naked in bathtubs on like lawns, uh, staring at the sunset. The next Rick? one should literally be Margaritaville, and it's him naked. You obviously don't see his junk because it's from the behind, like those commercials. It's him in a bathtub with a guitar. Yeah. Dude, I have a Sing picture of, of Rick in an above-ground pool of the fr- in the front yard of Jonah's old house. Oh, yeah. In, a, in, his, in his green Cal Poly Hawaiian shirt. Oh, he loves that. He loves he, that shirt. He loves that. Rick looks good in a Hawaiian shirt. He should be, con- I think we, it, he, sh- you know, he should be included. Once Rick inevitably dies fairly soon, we, he's buried in that shirt. Yes. He's going six feet under <laughs> in, his, in his green Not Cal Poly Hawaiian board. shirt. With a um, die in his hand. <laughs> I'll be playing Dust in the Wind. Acoustic. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, okay. We need to have like a DJ come play some Flume. <laughs> Dude, he loves Flume. He loves, he flume. loves flume and I don't run, get and EDM. Run the jewels. I, it's like, I, it's I the just most hilarious thing it. about Rick, probably. Just his love of Flume and, and Run the Jewels. I'm pretty sure he's into sea shanties, too. Oh, dude, I love sea shanties. I, I'm not saying there's anything lyrics? wrong, but Eric, like, my God. I mean, when the weatherman singers? comes to get his treasure from that sort of shit, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Um, all right.
Rick, God bless. Yeah, shout out to Rick. <laughs> Good God. I will have uh, to edit that. Um, Elvis <laughs> is my second pick. Um, 1637. It's probably, that's just what it is on the Skype. Um, get to your third pick here, my friend. Will anybody know what I said? Federal crime. 1637. Not a federal crime. Just local. Um, I'm at three. Uh, I'm going to go. The third pick. My my second Jimmy, Jimi Hendrix. Ooh. You have a filthy list. I do have, Brian, I told you I have a filthy list. I you know, know you have a filthy, like, li- filthy list. Okay, before you get into Jimi Hendrix, because we should talk about him. Uh, one thing I've noticed from your strategy so far is, I mean, you could say the same thing about me. Is No, you're going, you're just going guitarists. No, well, okay. Well, they obviously, I'm not saying that Jimi Hendrix doesn't sing in Muddy Waters, but you are very guitar heavy, which there's nothing wrong with that. The guitar is the most important instrument in rock and roll. I'm just well, noticing trends, or Mitch. The, or apparently the upright bass. The upright bass was <laughs> behind him, and he was just vibing. It just caught my eye. Sure. I mean, I have a. at the end, I can talk about my theory of your, of, of your uh, picks mm-hmm. and love and... And all well, you'll see. Stuff. Well, you'll see. I know. I'm I, a, I'm I a shock the world with these next two picks. Bullshit. Actually, one of, I know one exactly. Of them will shock the world. You don't know what my next two picks are. You think you do? You don't. Um, talk about Jimi Hendrix while I uh, go get a Modelo because I'm because I'm an unpredictable guy. You would never predict that I'd have a Modelo. I would absolutely predict you'd have a Modelo. <laughs> nah. What if it was a Pacifico? You're born with Modelo in your hand. I don't want to talk when you're gone. Just you're leaving me alone with my thoughts. It's insane. You don't know what's going on up here. You talking shit to the listeners about me? Yeah, dude. I said so many more illegal things while you're gone. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Jimmy. Eric. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, H- Jimmy Hendrix. Uh, J I M I, right? Yeah. First of all, is it really, is it really cool- named James or Jim? Uh, James. Okay. Just sorry. That was like, a sidebar, but it's also like I don't know, dude, he has like seven different names. Like Victor Oladipo. <laughs> he does. He has a ton of names. It's crazy. Saw it on like one of those TikToks that are on Instagram, so it's not a TikTok. I forget what what they used to call him as a as a kid. I forget what it was. Jimmy Eat World? Yes, they called him Jimmy Eat World as a child. It just uh, takes some time. All right, talk about Jimi Hendrix. Uh, first of all, the coolest name in, in yeah music history. Him and Elvis, close, but Hendrix is crazy. Or like, or like Take Off. <laughs> take Off is pretty sweet. <laughs> take Off is pretty fucking sweet. Uh, uh, I don't know, Lefty. Shredder uh, loves, you know, America, Star Spangled Banner. Second uh, most violent guitar player ever. Uh, He's more, nah, I wouldn't describe him as that too violent. Well, sometimes he can be goddamn violent. Dude, he lit his guitar on fire. No, I'm just talking about, like, Stevie Ray Vaughan is who I think of as, like, the most violent, just the way he just kind of, like, beats the shit out of the strings while he plays mm-hmm. it. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he did... Uh, Lies guitar on fire and what also the, like Pete Townsend just went through probably yeah he's crazy maybe three k uh, guitars just smashing them on stage and Keith Moon I don't even want to know the expenses of him in a five year stretch um, Jimi Hendrix uh, Joe Walsh just crushing yeah. oh, guitar yeah. rooms. that's a good one he's up there um, Jimi Hendrix with the fro. At Monterey Pop Festival, maybe the most icon, like one of the most iconic images in the history of rock and roll, like that most badass. Yeah. I mean, what? How much I acid did you do before song. that? Enough. Enough. That's plenty. Fair. Fair. Did, good point. You did plenty of acid before that. Um. I don't know. I feel like we talked about it. 
He absolutely was. Yeah. I mean, he's he was. He's, he's fucking Jimi Hendrix. Number one or number two best guitarist ever. Uh, amazing songwriter. Lyrically, just far out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, he's a Pacific Northwest boy with California ties. Got a got a level West Coast guy. Um, got it. Got then you know, across the pond, he was out there for greener pastures. They didn't respect him, and he said, "You know, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to get with another bassist of uh, the animals, Mr. Chaz, and Mitch Mitchell." And uh, yeah, I wish your last name was Mitchell. I mean, I could change it. Mitchell, Mitchell. I will get be rid funny. of. I will get rid of. Nah, Rincon's too good because then you also have the rights to that beach in Central California. Can't give up yeah. that. I do um, have. I do have rights uh, and land grants. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about Baskin Robbins franchise. Um, my third pick here. Um, I should note this out. Keith Richards should be on my Mount Rushmore, but I'm limiting myself to one stone. Okay. That was my statement. Um. My next pick is John Lennon. John Lennon is almost everything good about the Beatles. I mean, George and Ringo are great. Like, quick aside on the Beatles before I get to John Lennon. I like to shit on the Beatles a lot because I think it's comical when people say, like, oh, they're by far the greatest band. And it's also, like, no one's going to like the team that's in first place for forever, so they're going to get haters. And I like taking shots at them because I don't think they should be the undisputed number one. But if we're being honest, most of my disdain and annoyance of the Beatles all stems from one man, and it's Paul McCartney. I hate Paul McCartney. I, I think too. he's a pop loser, annoying, <laughs> micromanager, mm-hmm. just ugh. Paul McCartney sucks. Yeah, John dude. Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo are awesome. And specifically Ringo, personality-wise, my God, I am a giant Ringo star I fan. love Ringo. I love Ringo. He's so cool. He's just the, maybe the nicest. He might be the nicest guy in the history of rock and roll, Ringo Starr. Dude, but I think – yeah, God. John Lennon, um, the dude's a goddamn savant. He is a top three, and it's not three – and he's not number three in terms of songwriters ever. And the thing is, is when we think about a lot of the times I shit on the Beatles for their softness, John Lennon, like once we get to like the White Album, I mean, maybe even starting with Magical Mystery Tour a little bit on Sgt. Pepper's, but White Album, uh, Abbey Road and Let It Be John Lennon, he is just fucking awesome. The, his guitar, the distortion he gets on that Epiphone, the the way he can scream and just the amount of songs he puts out in that span also in the sixties, but his solo career is completely overshadowed. At least it was to me. I know he like imagines obviously insanely popular, but I've been listening to other albums by him, like the plastic Yoko Ono or the plastic Ono band and mind games. Mm -hmm. It is just incredible. And he got bored with the Beatles because he probably got sick of shit like Hey Jude and Let It Be. And I don't blame him. So the long John Lennon. Road. Yeah, I mean I hate that. Meanwhile, song. he's doing like <laughs> I want you she, she's doing I want you she's so heavy. Like uh-huh. he's just he's fantastic. Um also the, Your Blues by the Beatles is maybe their best song. And when he plays with the Dirty Mac, the greatest band that no one ever knows about that has John Lennon on guitar and singing, Eric Clapton on lead, Keith Richards on bass, and Mitch Mitchell on drums at the Rolling Stones Rock and Roll Circus. All-time YouTube video. Yeah. John Lennon on the on my Mount Rushmore. Also went out pretty good. What a uh, who the fuck would kill John Lennon? What a loser. What a loser. Yeah. People are just time, so fucked up. Time loser. That's a jerk right there. He's a big jerk. Mm. Remember that Butters in South Park? He reads The Catcher in the Rye, and then he's like, yeah. kill John Lennon, <laughs> kill John Lennon. South Park is... I mean, Yoko uh, sucks, though. I guess I should say that. Yeah, but, you know. But they're in Paul's more annoying. Paul, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a very good take. Yoko's the worst. <laughs> that, that Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
Mitch, you have three picks in the bank. Mm. Who is going to be the fourth member of your Mount Rushmore? And uh, we're going to have to find some time in the next couple months to go find a mountain to carve into on um, some sacred uh, Native American grounds because that seems to be the standard for what people do with it. Yeah, I'll talk to my guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Sweet. I have one that I want, but I feel like it's a stretch. I know who you're thinking. Is it? I I, I think, I don't know. Follow your heart, Mitch. Follow your heart. While you're thinking, I got the concert for Bangladesh live yeah. vinyl. Yeah, George was... Harrison, Bobby D, um, Bill Clapton, Billy Preston. Mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty fucking sweet, dude. A Ringo, obviously. Uh, oh yeah, we'll have to check that out uh, next time we're together. Um, also got mind, mind games for five ninety nine. Sheesh. Yeah, fucked up. Steal. Who's your fourth? Who's your fourth pick? I'll go Carlito Santana. There we go. You, I mean, you got to take him. You, you've had him on all these lists we've done. I know. I've you got to take your boy. You got to take your boy. I feel like I'm a broken freaking record. Just because I, I, I mean, I take Mick Jagger with the first pick in every one of these lists, so it's okay. Yeah, and I really wanted to. One of these I, days, I'm I was prepared for you to take Mick this time, and I don't know. We should. We'll have to do. Remember, we did the the well, before you get to Carlos Santana. Remember we did the like the draft where we were like drafting bands, mm-hmm. and mine was so much better than yours. I mean, settle down, Mitch. My my band was unfucking real. Settle down. Careful. I would like to do that again, but okay. I would like to maybe add have it be a four person draft. Four person b- like, band. No, like four oh, people four drafting bands. Oh, to introduce some like variety to it, maybe. What are you thinking? Well, Andrew, little Tim. Well, Andrew and little Tim, maybe little Jonah. Mm. That's what I was thinking. Uh, well, Jonah- talk about Carlos Santana. I'll go to my fourth, and then we need to talk to the listeners about how we want to do Pineapple Couch Radio, and we'll kind of uh, we'll do like a staff meeting for it, but here on the podcast because that's how we do it. Here I got s- I got some Couch. ideas, Brian. I got some I know big ideas. I know. And I'm really looking forward to it, but. Santana, I know you love your Bay Area boys. Um, I do. He's a big Warriors fan. Yeah, dude. He loves the Warriors. I Has he played? He loves playing, you know. Uh, I think they save him for the playoffs, and they haven't been in the playoffs since they've moved to the new arena or they had the play-in last year. But well, like, Does he play, like, Giants games ever? Or, like, you know? Yeah. Or, you know who's like, yeah he Niners? does but you know who's is he a bang bang I don't Niner know about Niners guy? dude the Niners are in like fucking Wisconsin how far they are away from San Francisco <laughs> and their stadium that it's so far it's so dumb one thing I'll say that's not surprising because they're a Bay Area band dude the Giants Metallica mm. is who all like they that's their dude I'll get you fired up though yeah love... and Grateful Dead's also big. Giants, I'm pretty sure. But, I mean, that just is more San Francisco probably than specifically the Giants. Um, Carlos Santana. um, Listen to the four podcasts we've done where we talked about him. Um, I I love the story of the when they did Oi Como Va. Or not Oi Como Va. Oh, fuck. Uh, My house is dark and my pots are cold. You hang. Come on. What song is that, baby? You can figure it out. With Gene and Joan and a who know who, I'm getting tired of waiting I'm and fooling around. around. You got to stand, Lord. No. Holy shit! I know the yeah, yeah evil, evil huh. hmm? uh, games. Nope. Um. No, oh, I'm having a meltdown right now. You got to change no, your no, evil. Evil ways, evil ways by Santana. The story on that, um, I saw. God, that was. I mean, a little musical performance for the people. But the story I heard on that is I forget who was pr- helping them produce their record. Um, but 
it was basically like, hey, guys, we know you all can wail. Can you, like, put together a song with, like, a chorus or something? And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, what? We can't just have our, <laughs> our freaking percussion section just We go? just want to jam. We just want to jam. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm glad you put him on. Um, I will go now to my fourth. And I'm a big uh, front man type of guy. You look at my list yeah. here. Mick Jagger, Elvis Presley, John Lennon. My fourth, I'm going to go back to the United States. I'm going to go to Gainesville, Florida. Mm. In my opinion, and this might be a contro- controversial take, apologies to Bob Dylan and some others. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Petty is the probably the greatest American rock and roll songwriter. <laughs> and I'm such a giant fan of Tom Petty. So Grew up he, on the guy. Why is he number four then? Because I Mick Jagger and um, John Lennon are both not American, and Elvis Presley did not write his own music, so that's how I reasoned that out in my mind. But Tom Petty, <laughs> sure, rest in peace. Still, him and Eddie Van Halen are probably the well, and I guess now Bob Saget too. Rest mm. in peace. The weirdest celebrity deaths are Kobe too, but like. You think about rock stars who have passed away that are in their late 70s. Betty White, that old. Tom Petty and Eddie Van Halen really weren't that old. Taken so soon, so it's so weird. I got to see Tom Petty twice. I don't know. Tom Um, Petty's hair got pretty stringy near the end. (laughs) Well, yeah, he had. He dealt with addiction since the late 80s, um, whether it be heroin, I believe, at one point, pills, and then fentanyl is finally what got him, if I'm not mistaken. It's fucked up, uh, but his first, I mean, just Tom Petty, like, you start with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, there's You're Gonna Get It, you got Damn the Torpedoes, The Waiting, Hard Promises, just, he is just so much fun and such a perfect example of American rock and roll, a little more modern than, like, I guess, because you think, like, American rock and roll, you could go with, like, the Chuck Berries, the earlier, if you're thinking of a more modern take on it. And I would just like to end it with Tom Petty is not be- just better than Bruce Springsteen in the Eagles. Well, he is. It's not even remotely close. Yeah. Like, is, it's is that- Tom Petty, the gap between Tom Petty and Bruce Springsteen. And I'm sorry, Marley loves Bruce Springsteen. Oh. And I love Marley. Okay. Hey, easy, easy. Careful. It's not. It's a joke comparing Tom Petty and Bruce Springsteen. It's not even close. Tom Petty. I mean, we got to shout, shout out Mike Campbell, guitarist, and uh, uh, Ben Montek on the organ, one of the most underrated instruments in a rock and roll band. That along with the horn section. Um, so no, you never underestimate a goddamn horn section. Never underestimate those things. I those are our lists. I want to now go to honorable mentions, but we should recap our lists. Mitch, this is where I say I your say list. list. This is where this is where you jump in you and say your you list. You didn't take notes, like a good. Well, host. I know what I, I well I know what you want me to just say your list. I was going to give you this moment to no. talk to the people. Jeez, the better list is number oh. one Jimmy Page, number two Muddy Waters, number three Jimi Hendrix, number four Carlos Santana. And uh, the Pineapple Couch list is uh, Mick Jagger, Elvis Presley, John Lennon, Tom Petty. Two very good Mount Rushmores, and I think that if you were stuck with those eight artists for the rest of your life, wouldn't be too bad. You have a lot of good tunes. Honorable mentions now. Um, The one I was toying with. Jeff Lynn. ELO is fucking me up lately. Yeah, dude, you've been it, on He's ELO Tame Impala kick. before ta- Tame Impala. Dude. There's this documentary where he's. It, it is so good. Jefflin is such a fucking god. His relationship with George Harrison, with Tom Petty. There's this story I was reading. It's like in like 1985, 86 mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Jefflin's driving his car, and he's the car next to him just starts ferociously honking, and eh, 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 and so he looks over. And it's Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty's like waving his arms, and they so both pull Tom over to the Petty. side of the road, and that's when they agreed 
to team up to do Tom Petty's solo album, which is like Free Fall and Run Down Dream. I won't back it down. Yeah. And obviously you get the traveling Wilburys. But Mitch, imagine driving down the street in LA and like being a rock and roll lover during that time. It's like, is that Jeff Lynn and Tom Petty just <laughs> talking? Like, what a world. What a world. Wow. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, who, give me an honorable mention. Um, the one I was kicking around was Towns Van Zant. Yeah, that's, but he's, that's what I thought. He's a country boy. Mm-hmm. Who I, I think is maybe my favorite songwriter of all time. But definitely country. More folky. Not yeah. like, you know, Yeah, but I mean, not that's this like... bullshit country that we're kicking around these days. Some good... Well, that's some, pop. Some fine, good, old Texas country. Yeah, southern country. So, some southern comfort. Dude, yeah, like the guy a, just, like, bailed on his horse for just, like, way too long. Makes me want to watch some, like, Clint <laughs> Eastwood movies. Oh, dude, you know what movie you should see? Old Henry. What's that? It. I'm not... It's just a story take that sets place, like, in the... I want to say 1800s, late 1800s. It's a western. Mm. Just kind of, like... These dudes get into a conflict. I don't know. I don't want to give anything away. But, like, it's just one of... It It came out this year. You know I don't like watching movies very much. What are you talking about? You're the biggest Marvel fan I've ever known. That's that's different. That's different. I mean... Oh, that's it's a lifestyle? Like a comic book. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm admitting my faults. I'm not that cultured. I'd like to... I'd ra- it's easier for me to watch, like, two hours of superheroes fighting than it is to go through some emotional shit. Yeah. Sorry. You do love but your, old st- Henry, your stimulants. I just I do. visual stimulants. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. What? Well, how many screens are in this room right now? Um, probably seven. Too many. Too many. Mitch told me to read a book yesterday, guys. It was kind of mean, but little did Mitch know I was out saving the world in Spider-Man. Um, well, other honorable mentions that come to mind. Dylan. I mean, Bob Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roy Orbison. Keith Richards. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Keith Richards. Fogarty. Mi- Mick Taylor, Fogarty, Joe Strummer. Mm. Um, if you were to, uh, we're not. We'll save this. We'll how about we? We'll tease this for a ne- our next one. Sure, I love a tease. In your mind right now, is it easy for you to uh, assemble a post two thousands rock and roll Mount Rushmore? Um. I think it's like really easy. Can I say one that, can I guess one that would be on both of our lists? Mm -hmm. Julian Casablancas. Dan, here's a question. Ah, Yeah. Here's, 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 here's a question for you. Yeah. Before John Mayer, the, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, great guitars. The before tame, whatever, you know, tame Paula's new, new, most recent album, the red one. Before that album came out, if you were to ask both of us to do our Mount Rushmore's of 2000s, Tame Impala would have been, I think, selected on both of ours. Now, post that album, I don't think it would be on either. No, and I, maybe not. Maybe Tame Impala's like 5'6". I, I, Tame is not on my Mount Rushmore of the 2000s because of that. And maybe that's dumb because they did release all that great music. No, dude. I, I remember my buddy Keon, Daria's brother. We were watching mm-hmm. Tame Impala at uh, in L.A. What was that festival? Um, FYF. Yeah, yeah, at FYF. And I just remember, like, I'm just standing next to him, uh, and he just turns to me and he's like, "Wow, it's cool that you know we're seeing the Beatles." And from then on, I was just like, "God damn it." Kevin oh, Parker that's... is just a poppy ass, bitch ass Paul McCartney, and I haven't been able to get it out of my head for like. Oh, Keon really just bursted your bubble. He bursted on that. my bubble, but I mean, he's so right. I mean, so the right. I mean, he's inner speaker he's is like, fucking crazy, but the yeah. new album's so bad. It's very. It's just bad. like a sellout. It's it's not even it's that bad. Like I mean, it's bad because I don't like that type of music, but I guess it's like somewhat sounds good, but. It's just like a sellout from terms of where they started, and we sound like grumpy old men, but I'm fine sounding like a grumpy old man. Yeah. Kev, come on. 
This is Mitch talking. How's to you. Uh, going to <laughs> game? How's games going in? Uh, how's it going to Knicks games in Madison Square Garden? Oh my God, Brian! That was the craziest game I've ever seen. Did anybody? Uh, you were at the comeback versus Celtics, right? Yeah. With R.J. Barrett. Yeah. Day after my birthday, my buddy Gordon got his tickets. It was nuts. For three quarters, I was literally just pulling my hair out, hands in my like lap or head in my lap. Just mm-hmm. run some fucking offense. Like they were just stabbing. So are you a Knicks fan now? Oh, dude. I bleed orange and blue. Come on. Knicks Warriors. Are you saying Knicks first? Knicks. 10 out of 10. Any day. You'd bail on your boy Clay? Dude, I love Clay Thompson. Draymond, I love Clay Iggy. Thompson. Sean Livingston's in that front office, Mitch. Oh, Sean Livingston's in that damn front office still. You're going to bail on your boy Sean, Sean Livingston? Livingston? It's is, like your favorite athlete of all Sean time. Sean Livingston's up there. <laughs> He, he might he might be he might make my Mount Rushmore of that's athletes. I gotta get I got I bet you it wouldn't be that expensive I gotta get you a Sean Livingston Warriors jersey we, we got it we gotta make that happen God damn. one of the great comeback stories in the history of modern man my God going back it was unguardable I absolutely well, I mean unguardable. dude remember he like wasn't there was a point where he might wasn't able wasn't supposed to be able to like walk again yeah. His injury was so bad. And then he comes back and shoots a freaking turnaround jumper, God, like 90%. His turnaround jumpers. It's insane. <laughs> that, was, that was so great. The days of, I also miss Mo Buckets. Oh, God damn. Mo Spades hitting that nice, like, elbow jumper. Nah, dude. Uh, now we got King Julius bringing down the house in the garden. And booing the Knicks fans and telling them to not cheer for him and being overpaid and not playing defense. And maybe you guys aren't even a playoff team right now, Mitch. Hey. We're game out of 10 spot, so, you know. <laughs> and what's crazy about the East is I bet you you're like two and a half, three and a half out of like the four or the five yeah, dude, because everything's – But the East year. is good. East is good. Dude, I, I mean, it, well, the East like – I mean, yeah, they're good. I feel Bulls, like – They're good. But it's kind of like how they've kind of – I think there's four figured, teams. They've figured out that they're just amazing, so they just stopped playing regular season ball, you know? They're like, yeah. Kevin Durant's like, oh, like I can win any. Well, he's series. just got like maybe yeah. an MCL tear, dude. Yeah, I mean, he's out what six to eight. Maybe. Yeah, if you're Mitch, if you're the Knicks or the Nets, do you tank to get a five, six, seven, eight seed? So uh, if Game Sevens happen, yeah, Kyrie can play on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Or flatter. That's fucking crazy. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh, I love it. I. The drama. Dude, the NBA is nuts this year. It's so funny. It's it's wild. The Warriors have been really not playing well. It's good to see Clay back at a – I mean, he's he looks, like, healthy, you know, mm-hmm. right? Like, But, I mean, the playing with other people part is what he's going to have to get back to used to yeah. because think about probably the last two years all he could do is shoot. Yeah. Or, like – so, like, that will come along, but – Yeah, dude, um, it seems like he's – He's uh he's there physically, so that's what you're like. That's the yeah. biggest worry, right? Because Clay knows how to play basketball. Give him 30 games, he'll get into it. Um, how fucking crazy is it? Knock on wood. I mean, I know Durant just got hurt. Sure. But the advances of like modern science and medicine of how they <laughs> heal this shit in like 20 years. No, yeah, but like in like 20, 25 years, do you think like when someone like tears their Achilles or their ACL, like they'll just be like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll be able to fix it like that? Like, is that where we're pro- – because think about, like, 10, 15 – 10 years ago, maybe five years ago, you get this injury, it's over for the most part, and we're seeing people bounce back from it. And it started with, like, Adrian Peterson rushing for 2,000 yards after he tore his ACL mm-hmm. in, like, 2011, you know? Damn, dude. Remember the days of Adrian Peterson, like, Randy Moss? That was the coolest time. Uh, maybe Adrian Pearson is the best running back I've ever seen. Randy Moss is no. Dude, yes, he's the best wide receiver about? I've LT. ever seen. Adrian Pearson, I love LT, dude, and I'm a diehard Riders fan. But Adrian Pearson is a different, different dude. He is nah, dude. a freak. San Diego he Super was Chargers. Fucking Chargers, dude. It hurts so bad every single time. <laughs> I fucking hate yeah. the Chargers. Dude, you don't though. I fucking what do you, dude? They've con- you hate Justin Herbert. You hate Justin Herbert. You hate me. You hate me. You hate Joey Bosa. You hate Derwin James. You hate me, Mitch. Do you hate me? 
Was Bosa, was he the one that got catfished or was that his brother? That was Manti Teo. Oh, yeah. But he was also a Charger, right? Yeah. And I, I think a couple of days ago or yeah. like a week ago, uh, it was like the 15 year or 10 year, whatever amount anniversary of that. And it was oh like, my God, dude. to this day, that's still the wildest <laughs> Sports Center headline ever. And it's two like suits on ESPN. Uh, like, Manti Teo <laughs> girlfriend is not real. <laughs> Dude, that was the what a when they drafted him, I was like, God damn. Of course they did. It's just a beta move, of course. I think he oh. So after the Chargers, he went to the Saints and I he might have fallen out of the league pretty quickly. I think he did. Yeah. Um Good for him, dude. So, Good for him. <laughs> he might have won he either came in first or second for the Heisman and he had a fake girlfriend. It's, it's crazy. So, it's so funny. Fucking crazy. Um how do we wanna do Pineapple Couch Radio. So we'll start that. That'll probably come out Monday, Tuesday next week, giving us the next couple of days to create it. We're going to do it with Spotify and Anchor. Um, seems pretty sick. We do. It seems pretty sick and simple. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we'll get it. We'll obviously promo it on this podcast and socials so all you good people can listen to it. We have a disco funk, basically, pod or radio show ready to go yeah between the like two of us four hours long <laughs> yeah we need to trim it down is our is our usual problem with these things but how i was thinking which is me maybe go on a week by week basis and sometimes maybe something comes up for one of us and we can't do it one week we'll do it the next mm-hmm. but we just kind of go themes and we can start it off like with some maybe ones that we've thought of and then we can go based on listener feedback as well as bringing other people on maybe um yeah is that how we're thinking of doing it? Yeah, I mean, I think it could change every week. I think we could do, like, theme weeks. I think we could do, like, just kind of new, like, new discoveries or, like, just mm-hmm. new things that we've started yeah. listening to. Um, maybe that's, like, a once every episode. Like, oh, I heard this the other day that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I think it'd be a good idea to get, you know, somebody – like some some reactions, like get Tim on the pod and just play him something, yeah. something nuts, and just hear what he I has think, to say about it, or get like you know anybody on, get Chris or Jonah on, and mm-hmm. just like play him a song. I think we, what we could also do is um, as a side, as a, a a part of it would be maybe like episodes where we go more in depth on a specific band mm-hmm. or time. And then, so maybe it's not as many songs as the usual episode, but the songs are used in a part of telling the story of an era, artist, yeah. et cetera. I also think, I don't know, I think we can, like, kind of switch up or vary the lengths. Like, you're, yeah. the, the original oh, one yeah. you did was, what, like, two hours long? Yeah, it was like, not I really. I think that's too long to, to uh-huh. one, to Just make, so many good songs, and two, to, like, digest. Like, I know if mm-hmm. I'm listening to, like, a two-hour thing and I stop it for s- one reason or probably another. probably not going back to it. Like, yeah, and I'm not going to go back to it. But if I have... So, what, shoot, to 45 to an hour? Yeah, even, or like, maybe 30, 30 to 45? 30. Or, like, just do it, 30 do it by is, number of like, songs. You're talking do about like the length of a Strokes 10, album. Yeah, do it, like, 10 songs, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, listeners, let us know on some feedback what you want. We'll put out some stuff on Twitter um obviously in instagram when we do this uh mitch any other thoughts before we wrap up uh episode 141 here of the pineapple couch 141 that's pretty good brian yeah thank you oh did you see uh i know you don't like superheroes but you so, dude you i see... love superheroes they represent well, you don't like them like you know oh okay you precious noted... inside all of us Noted superhero super fan Mitch <laughs> Rincon, did you see the Moon Knight trailer on uh, with Oscar Isaac? Uh-uh. So it's a it's a show that's coming out on Disney Plus and Hulu. It's Marvel, but basically it's this dude Moon Knight. He suffers with like uh, I don't he has some a lot of mental problems where he has like identity like multiple identity identity disorder or something like that where he doesn't really know who he is and so he has all these different egos but he's also like this fucking savage killer cool and he doesn't like remember it i think you'd like it because there are some um 
I'm not going to lie, some of the Marvel shows that have come out on Disney Plus haven't been as great as I've wanted them to be. This one, though, mm-hmm. seems a little dark, a little violent. I'd like to see it. Mm. It's like a less Disney-fied version, you know? Mm. Very cool. I mean, Oscar Isaac's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty decent in Dune. That was a good one. Did what you, do you think? Did you see that one? I hadn't seen Dune. You should check good? it out. You'll like it. Is there a big cliffhanger at the end that I'm going to have to be waiting on for like two years? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Well, like, it's a crazy long book. Um, yeah, I, I need to read it. I have it. And I don't remember. You, you told me to read a book. Yeah, read a book. Well, I, yeah, I'm not a big um, sci-fi book guy, but I don't know if you are either. But the movie's really good. The architecture and, give it and a like shot. The, the artistic side of it is unreal. Mm-hmm. You know what movie is intriguing me is, uh, you remember uh, the Agatha Christie books, like The Death on the Nile? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like a out, movie right? coming out of that. Yeah. And at first glance, I was like, oh, it's just kind of cheesy. And then I I saw the trailer a couple times. I was like, I fucking love this. Isn't that I, Gal Gadot? I, I like, yeah, she's in it. And also, I think it wasn't going to come out because that army hammer dude the like cannibal yeah it's just eating like, people sexual, like a cannibal <laughs> like something like that yeah it's hilarious i don't even know what he looks like but he's in it i guess or produced it i, I don't know he was the he was but, in call me by your name with chalamet i don't know if you saw that i didn't he was Timothy also chalamet wasn't he, the, <laughs> he played the twins in the social network right Both. oh he did i think i'm pretty sure okay that might make sense out of my ass, but. Well, that's what we do on this podcast um, all right, Mitch. Um, it is three hours later where you are right now. Time is a, a crazy thing. Um, we will talk again on the radio show. And then also we have been in, I want to do a project basically where, um, it's a couple longer episodes of the couch, but where we go through an era of music and I want to really just go through the seventies year by year. Cause I, I think there's a lot of cool stories and shit we could find out so that's a tease for future shit yeah big time mm-hmm. no. all right god bless brother always a pleasure yep good to talk to you buddy love you yeah, yeah that's what i was waiting for you to tell me you love me say love back, you too dude. say it back i love you too and i love you guys the listeners uh god bless episode 141 uh we'll be back with an episode tomorrow with peter we're talking about book of boba fett oh mitch how's that this isn't Thundercat was in last night's episode. What? Yeah. I mean, the show's like all right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Thundercat. And he like composed awesome. the music in the scene he was in. Yeah. That's great. He's such a so, nerd, uh, too. Yeah. So he, it, it was perfect. When, when he was, when they revealed that it was who the character was, I was like, oh, this is fucking perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah. Shout out Thundercat. Uh, talk to you later, Mitch. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.